0: Welcome to the Complete Geeks Podcast, episode eighty two. I am organic, joined today by the one, the only, my my romantic love.
1: Bob. (laughs) What's up, baby? How you doing?
0: It's uh it's a nice little late night one for us and a late late in the week one because we're fucking terrible people and we have shit going on.
1: (laughs) I know, it's like if I didn't I, I commit to shit and even though I still have a Google Calendar, I was like, Yeah, I was like, we'll totally record this thing on Monday and then I looked at my Google calendar, it was like, oh fuck. I was like, Well, we're gonna push this out to Tuesday, so that's why I sent that tweet, because I am an asshole. So sorry about that folks. That was totally on me. Yep.
0: Yeah. But we we are here now. We're here yep. to talk about all the goodness that is going on in our lives. Going on gaming, toys anything yeah so let's get it going
1: all right so what uh, you been up to on actually this this whole weekend was busy as fuck um so on thursday i'm sitting there at work and the the missus is uh because i'm i'm in maryland i'm on you know east coast obviously uh the missus goes over and texts me she's like hey do you want to take off on friday and go up to bush gardens which is a big theme park in Williamsburg, Virginia. And I was like, well, fuck it. Yeah, let's do it. So uh funny we... you mentioned that.
0: I co uh, coworker of mine went to well, he went to Baltimore, DC, mm. and uh went to Bush Gardens. So Oh there
1: you go. Well Bush Gardens like it's it's a pretty like for what you get, like compared comparative to like six flags or like there's another one here that's called King's Dominion um it's probably the the top the you know the top tier one like in terms of like a good mix of like roller coasters and just regular regular rides and you know sights to see and everything it's a very natural mm-hmm. like park and it's and the whole entire thing is owned by anheuser Busch, hence Busch gardens um so it's one of the only parks that like serves alcohol everywhere that's why a lot of people like going to it plus it has a lot of really good roller coasters um recently in the past what's it been past six or seven months I've dropped close to I was always a big guy and uh, and so over the past six months um, because I had gastric sleeve surgery in November I dropped I am currently at, I dropped 144 pounds hey, that's awesome so yeah and so I am actually like I'm now I'm now 265 pounds and I'm i am small enough to actually fit on i tried every single roller coaster and i fit without any kind of like extra help or anything like that and so it was actually pretty fucking incredible to be able to go to a place like this and like walk onto a roller coaster and be like yeah i'm gonna fit on this. this is gonna be great so um we get there the missus thought that we were gonna it opened up at 11 it really didn't open up till like 2 because they still have a lot of like weird covid practices and everything like that even that's, though that's pretty late Yeah, it's pretty late. They open from like two to ten, so we kill some time. We go down to Jamestown, which Jamestown was like one of the you know first settlements in here, and and we looked at all this. We looked at like a couple brief sites. We didn't want to you know make a whole day of it because we wanted to hightail it back to uh back to Bush Gardens. So we killed some time. We made it back to Bush Gardens. We rode everything because there was barely anybody there. We rode everything that we wanted multiple times within like. Three hours, like we were ready to leave by like six p.m. because it was just like, all right, I'm done, you done, and the most we waited for a ride was like 15 minutes. It was uh, it was a pretty incredible day. It was fantastic, and then after that, the next day, like I get off, I come back late from there after you know spending the whole day with the wife, and the next day we went to a thing in Maryland called the Maryland Celeb Fest which was yeah. a whole bunch of uh, professional wrestlers doing, like, signatures and stuff like that. So, um, so got to talk to uh, Brian Cage from AEW and get his signature and everything. Really super nice guy. Uh, talked to uh, him for about, like, 15 minutes, me and a buddy of mine did. Um, you were saying? Oh, no. Oh, okay. And then uh, the one that you'll notice is uh, my one buddy was standing in line, and I actually... Brought a couple figures with me to sign. Uh, I met Kevin Nash.
0: Oh, nice!
1: And so I had to send you. I'll send the pictures Su- over. Super on, Shredder. Yep, I send pictures over on Discord. Uh, we got. I got both of my Super Shredders signed. He signed him in like purple. He signed him in purple uh, paint pen. And yeah, I got two Super Shredders signed: the shadow one and the regular one. And then uh, he took a picture of all of us, uh, me standing next to him, and I'm six one, and I'm standing next to him, and I come up to his shoulder. It was, uh, That's the funniest part about, yeah, the funniest part about it is he was sitting at the table and I asked him to stand up, dude, he is not the most personable person in the world. And he looked at me like he was going to punch me out when I asked him to stand up. And I'm just like, Oh my God, this is it. I'm going to get punched out by Kevin Nash. I was like, I just, this is it for me. He stands up and the only thing I can say is holy shit. Cause I was like, he stood up and he just kept going and I'm like, Oh my God. so so, that's
0: probably pretty pretty funny to bring that sign because i'm sure well he probably doesn't get it a whole bunch
1: yeah it was it was freaking hilarious because like it's me it's me on the uh on his left side it's my buddy matt on his right side and then my friend jonathan he's in the back and john's the shortest one out all of us so the only thing you see is like john's like eyes and him holding up his super shredder that he got signed and that was it it was the funniest fucking thing ever so, uh, that was, a, that was early in the day and that same Saturday, um, I ended up binge watching invincible, the Amazon uh, prime show.
0: I, I need um, to check that out, but I am, gosh, I am awful with watching anything on Amazon.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm, uh, same, but my, I was hanging out with my buddy, Matt, and I was like, have you watched the show yet? And he was like, nah. And I was like, cool. I was like, we're going to sit down and watch it. Cause I hadn't watched it either. I ended up watching all eight episodes. It was yeah, I heard it's amazing. It 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 was pretty fucking fantastic. I was really shocked on how good it was, and I'm even more excited because it got renewed for two more seasons. And I'm like, it's it's excellent. Like especially when you get to the last like final like two episodes, it's it's mind blowing. It's how many episodes? Really? It's eight, seven or eight. I believe it's eight. Yeah, but there are 45 minutes apiece.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and the animation quality is really good. It's super solid i was really i was really surprised by it and then uh after that on sunday which was my and we'll get into gaming and stuff like that but it was pretty much my like relaxed day i got some new uh neca teenage mutant ninja turtle stuff so i got the 1990 or you know 8990 movie accessory set for the seven inch figures so that's like different yeah yeah it's different heads it comes with little baby turtles it comes with like slices of pizza and a pizza box and stuff like that um it's a really cool set and i got uh i also got the Tune diorama so it's oh, a nice. big like yeah it's a big like street view diorama it's all in it's all in lighter colors it has a bunch of accessories to it i haven't put it together yet because it's like 30 inches tall i have to find a spot for it but yeah it's it's solid it was sold exclusively through NECA's website like in an open pre-order and I pre ordered them last year sometime and they finally showed up. And I was like, sweet. And, uh, very cool. Yeah. And today, today, after as soon as I got home from work, actually, I got, um, an item that I pre ordered last week. And I, I, you know, I own a lot of video games. Obviously, you know, people see it on Twitter and people see, it, you know, when I post a Discord and stuff like that. But I deal with a lot of retro gaming too. And so, Thing like I always wanted a good like video conversion, like a video converter. So like I've done the Frame Meister, I've done the OSSC, which is the open source scan converters. Um, they're pretty much upscalers, so that way you can make you know that way your TV, because some uh, TVs have really like built in shitty upscalers where they force signals into like 4K or 1080p and stuff like that. They just don't look that great because the TV is just not. Doing a, because it's an afterthought, and so mm-hmm. it blows it, it can blow up the image, it makes the image all blurred out. So, I got I, Mike Chi, a guy, He he's done like the retro tank stuff. So, he's done like you know, like these little pretty much these little converters that you know, you plug in your old console, which will either be through RGB SCART or like composite or component cables, and then it runs an HDMI to your television. And what that does is it actually does a lot of the pre-processing before it even sends the signal to your television and so it does a lot of the processing and it's a lot more uh a lot more open in terms of like customization in terms of how you want to have the signal going out and what it's going to look like and stuff so um last week he released this thing called the retro 5x pro and what that is is an upscaler but it's a very user-friendly upscaler. A lot of the other ones, like the Framemeister or the OSSC, they, they're they really convoluted when it comes to a lot of their menus and shit like that. Um, so I would get fed up with them, and I wouldn't play my retro games at all. This thing is pretty much like plug-and-play, all the profiles are set up for you, and it's pretty much giving a broad spectrum, and I played with it while I was killing time waiting to do the podcast. I was, killing, I was playing with it for about two and a half, three hours, and... The thing is fucking incredible. The way it handles uh, 480i content, like for the PlayStation 2, and 480p content for like the Dreamcast and stuff like that, makes it look crisp as shit. And you and I were sitting there bullshitting about like, Power Stone and stuff like that, so I fired up uh, Power Stone, Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Um, I fired up a couple PS2 games. I, cu- I was playing a PS1 game before just before we started recording, and it just it's all the colors pop and it makes everything look super crisp and sharp and it reminds me of how i was playing it like how i remember playing it on like a crt like oh yeah so yeah it was the thing is absolutely fantastic and i literally just pulled it out of the box plugged it in hooked it up played with the menus for like five minutes and i was ready to go also these things are also lagless Um, It's lagless, so there's no input lag and everything. And then it can switch resolutions on the fly without locking up your television. Because certain games will... uh, Certain PS1 games, certain PS2 games will switch. The resolutions will change inside of a menu. Like a menu will be... Like, the game will run at, like, 240p or 480i, but the menus will be 480p or, like, 240i. Like, it will change the resolution because the menus don't need as much graphical Mm -hmm. usage for the system. A lot of the other ones, like the OSSC, the Framemeister, and significant other ones, because of that resolution change, it would actually, like, throw the thing off. So it would take a couple seconds to, like, reboot back to where it needs to. And this is a completely lossless, lossless option. And it's... Yeah, this is going to be my permanent fixture for this. And I wanted something where I can just, like, if I bought a PS2 game, if I bought a Dreamcast game, which I just did, I just bought two Dreamcast games two days ago. What did I, grab? I grabbed Time Stalkers, which is an RPG, and uh, Test Drive Le Mans, which is a... I, I, uh, I remember that one, yeah. Yeah, which is an excellent racing game, but... Uh, Man, I
0: fucking, I fucking forgot about how big that mm-hmm. series used to be.
1: Mm-hmm. And so... I picked the two of those, and uh, I've been slowly, I've been slowly just buying Dreamcast games, like especially some of the cheaper ones, uh, as I'm as I've been getting reminded of them, and I'm like, all right, well, I wonder how much this one is. Like, Time Stalkers is a little bit expensive; it was like forty bucks. But like, Test Drive bonds was like a perfect condition copy. I got it for like fifteen bucks shipped, and so oh, that's not it's bad. yeah, and so it's it's great being able to fire up these old systems and not having to worry about like, oh, is this gonna look like shit? Am I Gonna have to, you know, have this. Like, am I gonna have to play with this thing to dial? Because that was the thing with, with those other upscalers is that certain games ran fine in this setting, but then you had to change this setting to get this game to run, and then you had to change this setting to get this game to run just to make it look like it was a decent thing. And the tech that Mike Chi with Retro Tank has done, and he and this is just the first one, he hasn't, you know, this is just the first release of his firmware. Cause it's a custom firmware for that upscaler. He's still releasing it, and he releases free updates constantly. He's very vocal on Twitter about like what he's doing and different profiles he's done. And, and so it's, it's really, it was worth every penny that I paid for it and it's not cheap. It was $275, but to have yeah, that peace of mind. Talking gun. about it a
0: few weeks ago, wasn't it like it sold out pretty quick, wasn't it? Yeah. I
1: mean, it, it sold out within like three minutes. It was it was insane. Like I slapped all my stuff in and ordered it and everything that I've read about it after that, like at first I was like, God, I'm paying another two almost three hundred dollars for this thing. Like I was like, this thing can't be that great. And then reading about it, people were just like, dude, like this is the be all end all. Like this is not you're not gonna have to it. and it's I didn't buy it just for my Dreamcast or my PS two. Like, I'm gonna hook my Xbox to it. I'm gonna hook my GameCube to it. Like I'm going to run like pretty much classic consoles through this thing because just the way it handles content and the way it treats it is just it's awesome because it saves. I'd rather spend that extra money than having to lug a CRT in here. And especially because like these days, like trying to find a specific CRT that is like has all those features, has really good, you know, has a really good picture and everything and hopefully is in good condition. I mean you're still gonna pay around three to five hundred bucks and that doesn't count shipping a freaking two hundred pound thing. So Yeah too or, and
0: is it the group uh what is it analog that does all the classic consoles too?
1: Modernized.
0: Yeah. But I mean, you look at the scale of that price spread across all yeah. your consoles, it's not too bad.
1: Yeah, and yeah, it's and yeah, it's like analog does nice stuff, but the like the analog N T and the Analog uh the N T was like Three to five hundred, and the SNES was like another three to five hundred, and it's like, while those are pretty and everything, it's like I I can't do that. I that's way too much for me. I would rather be able to spend you know one and done and be able to play all these classic games the way they're intended. Anyway, because I'm a hipster douchebag, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh yeah, it's been it's been interesting. It's gonna definitely revitalize me playing. I know Toast is probably. Flipping over in his grave right now and uh going over and saying why are you going back and playing those old games? You should just play new stuff, but I mean, I can't hey, you not did, you deny did both. It. Yeah, I, I can't, yeah, I can't deny playing my Dreamcast, especially like, like I said, looking at Soul caliber and seeing it the way it's intended is uh pretty damn cool. Yeah, but yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty much it for me. How about you?
0: That's I mean, yeah, looking back at your week, that. <laughs> After, like, the whole past year, that sounds like a pretty normal... As normal yeah. as it can be right now. So, I'm yeah. sure it was and, pretty nice.
1: And Maryland, Maryland is... uh, They're starting to lift mass mandates and stuff now. Because I think they said that Maryland's close to... Like, Maryland in general is close to, like, 70% vaccinated. Or 70% at least have one shot. Uh-huh. And um, the state itself is pretty much, like, you can walk up and get a vaccine immediately. So it's now they're starting to lift mass mandates and things like that. I'm still wearing a mask until I get like the absolute a okay. I still have to wear one for work. And, uh, Yeah,
0: so I I think we, we are at a pretty small vaccination rate within work. So I, mm, I'd expect through the summer to be, that's kind of mask up.
1: Yeah. That's, that's unfortunate. Hopefully, hopefully it picks up and, uh, yeah, I'm, they haven't released any kind of like timetable on when they're gonna if it went or if they're gonna have not have masks at work, and so I mean I don't care. I wear one. I have to wear one for my job anyway. But it's uh, yeah, and
0: I I think it's it's, it's going to be one of those things. Even they fully lift it, um, obviously the CDC stuff, but there there is going to be a group that will wear them no matter what, which is mm-hmm. it's fine.
1: Yeah. I mean, at that point, at that point, too, it's like, you know, because there's going to be people that are going to be, you know, allergic to the vaccine and things like that, or, or choose not to get it and they want to wear a mask and stuff. It's, it's, at that point, it's like, okay, you know, that's, that's perfectly fine. That's your, your prerogative. And it's, it's the same way with the businesses, too. Like the businesses, because they're privately owned companies, they have every right to make you wear a mask in, inside their establishment. And, I, again, I have no qualms with that. If that's the way you want to protect your workers and if that's the way you feel, you know, want to make sure that you're just 100% safe until vaccination rates go up, I, yet again, can give two shits. So, yep, yep, it, it works out. So, so I guess it you, comes down to me. Yeah, um, what you been up to? Uh,
0: my My life has been mostly I finally started the fence project. Um, place my backyard fence. It, it, it was fine. Um, got rained out towards the, uh, what was it, Saturday night, Sunday morning, mm. but, um, uh, three quarters of it all done. So didn't really get a whole lot of time to do a bunch. It was mostly just kind of things that didn't take my too much of my brain to comprehend. So, started a nightly routine of watching a couple of episodes of Double Dare with the kiddo.
1: Nice the, uh, the old one. Oh yeah, yeah with Mark That's Summers. awesome. So
0: just being on Paramount Plus, um, mm-hmm. that has really been my kind of go-to service right now. Um,
1: I mean, it's pretty fucking awesome. Yes,
0: it's, it's just it's got a big variety to it. I still think it's not the best apps and things like that jump around but i like it i mean it's got a good value but watching double dare it's funny like seeing my kid and like they get to the final obstacle course and they go over like the whole prize package and my daughter's just like i i wouldn't want that i wouldn't want that and it's like (laughs) all right you can you complete this one you get a calculator
1: right you know what's sad is she probably doesn't even know what half the stuff is
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple they're, couple they're of them is like free. karaoke machine. a couple oh, of god! Things of roller skates. Um, the the thing that's like the punch in the gut is like the gift card to Toys R Us.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that always makes me sad when they're like, yeah, here's the Jeffrey dollars, and you're just like, oh hello Yeah. Darkness, my old friend. <laughs> yeah, it's. I eventually want to make it up to. I do want to make it up to Canada and see a Toys R Us just for nostalgia's sake.
0: Yeah, I know there's been, like, talks here and there being revitalized here, but, yeah.
1: It still... Well, I mean, it didn't help that they opened up, like, there's two in the malls, and they were, like, totally different than a regular Toys R Us, and... Yeah. um, Then the pandemic hit, and both of those shut down. They're gone. Already. Yep. Yeah, and so, but... Yeah. Anyway, onward and upward. Be,
0: beyond beyond that, I finally got around to watching Mortal Kombat on oh. HBO. What'd you think? It's, it's perfectly fine. It's it has a weird pacing to it. Yes. Um. I I think there's some some extremely strong moments in it. Mm-hmm. But it's it's very much a movie that felt like it was made by a couple different people.
1: Yep, it feels like it. Yeah, there's definitely like first, second, and third acts were made by different people. Yeah,
0: but uh, once yeah. again, like going back to the service, I'm watching it at home. I'm, I was okay with what it is.
1: Yep, same. I would have been I would have been more upset if I would have paid for it, but I was okay with it because I watched it essentially for free. Yeah. Yep, I agree. It. And then uh, the last thing on my
0: list, I have Mm -hmm. gone down this nightly rabbit hole of watching GTA RPG videos, and I don't like the role, like the role playing. It is fucking amazing.
1: Oh, some of those guys are like, I, I I was it you that brought it up, or was it? It was somebody brought it up recently, and we were talking about it, and it's been, it's. Wild, how much these guys get into this shit. Yeah, and it like,
0: yeah. I started looking this morning on like what you have to do to actually get into it, mm-hmm. and not just like all the mods that you have to put into place, but there's like servers that you have to, they have to let you in, and all the rules that the, I mean, y- you are absolutely not allowed to break character. Period. You have huh. to have a backstory to your character. You have to follow suit. It's just shocking, but like watching it, it looks it looks fun.
1: That's it's awesome just, I, re- I I watched a video of one of the guys. He was like, he was like, yeah, he was like I used to sing in high school and stuff. And somebody handed him a guitar, and he was like in the middle of a bar, and they were like, go ahead and sing something. And he was like, oh, you know, I can't. And it was like he paused, like he's sitting there, he's like, all right, let me think of something. And he like paused it, and he was talking to the chat, and he was like what the fuck do I do? Like, what am I supposed to do? And so we end up like singing like a whole song and actually did pretty well with it, but it was just, it's crazy how, you know, how involved these, these people get. It's, it's absolutely fascinating.
0: Yeah. I, I've seen like a cop just sitting there for the longest time, literally just running a speed trap.
1: <laughs> That's crazy.
0: And I mean, I, I know we talked before the show, but like some of the GTA news coming up and just the longevity of that game and not just what rockstar has done, but what the community has done to mm-hmm. basically build that out. And I'm curious to see like if rockstar will like capitalize on kind of the momentum that ha- that has.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not sure. I don't, I, I, I hope rockstar does more than just GTA five. Like again, you know, it's, <laughs> They got, they got it. I mean, I understand making money off of something like that, but like, holy shit! I think you've, I think you've made your money tenfold off of this. So oh, yeah. But yeah, that's,
0: I mean, pretty much my life right now. So, hmm. guess we can get over, move on to some games.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I picked up a bunch of new games. I just haven't started a whole bunch of stuff. Um, like I said, I picked up a couple of Dreamcast games. Um, I picked up uh, Mass Effect. Uh, the I picked up Mass Effect for Xbox One. Um, I bought Returnal. I picked up. Stra- I bought Strange Brigade for PlayStation Four because I was in Best Buy and they had it for six ninety nine.
0: That did. Have you ever played that game? Nope. I don't know if it's still on Game Pass but that is a really fun game is it I yeah that that should be like I know we have our community plays and we try to hop on before that but just like a couple weekends bounce into that nice it's I guess I would equate it to somewhat left for dead with like a puzzle based element to it
1: okay I mean that sounds cool that sounds really cool actually but uh yeah so I mean I picked up those um. I picked up... Oh, I picked up a couple uh, Game Boy Advance games. Um, uh, they're Dragon Ball Z games. They're One of them is called... Or two of them are called Legacy of Goku, parts one and two. And then one of them is uh, Boo's Fury. And they're, like, essentially uh, Legend of Zelda rip-offs. Like, they're, like, top-down, like, RPG rip-offs. And apparently they're mm-hmm. really good. And I looked into them. I was like, oh, that would be really neat to play. And then, you know, and... With my modified Game Boy Advance, I've been buying a lot more Game Boy Advance games. So, yeah, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give those a shot and see what they're like. Um, and then, for in terms of gaming wise, uh, Sunday was just Resident Evil Eight. I play I played and beat Resident Evil Eight, and
0: that's, uh, a, that's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, and uh, what a what a fucking game! That game was. Capcom outdid themselves. That game is incredible. Um, it's absolutely. Quick
0: quick question on like Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I ever heard you talk about uh 7 and just the first person. I'm, mm-hmm. What what were your feelings on that?
1: At first, at first um first when I f- when I first because um Scottman asked me if I played Resident Evil, you know, if this was my first one or if I played Resident Evil. I've been playing Resident Evil since 96. Yeah. yeah, Like, yeah, so it's it's like I'm showing my age here. And, yeah, so, like, when Resident Evil first came out, so, like, I went through, like, tank controls and then switching over to Resident Evil 4 style with, you know, 4 and 5 and then the shitty control scheme in 6. And so when 7 came out, it was... I was burned out from 6 because 6 wasn't that great. Um, 7 came out and they were like, it's first person. I'm like, oh, fuck me. I was like, this is going to be stupid. I was like, this is not gonna be that great and then when i first started playing it the first like the first time i started playing it i wasn't really feeling it and then once i started getting more and more into it and i tried it the second time i was immediately hooked i was completely blown away by seven i was like holy crap and so when they announced eight and eight was the same exact way i was all for it and yeah seven i play seven i played through a couple times and like 7 for me because especially after coming from 5 and 6 like 5 and 6 were both like super action oriented like 5 mm-hmm. 5 was action oriented then 6 was even worse and uh it it was the it was i was like okay i was like well they're not going to do any kind of horror anymore it's all going to be actiony and uh and then 7 came out and 7 actually legit gave me anxiety playing it so I was like, holy crap. And uh it was yeah, it was eight came out or er, when they announced eight and eight was the continuation of seven, I was like, fuck yeah. I was like, all right, cool, I'm in for this. And then playing yeah, was through it,
0: was, a, was it wasn't a nice little change coming off of the remasters?
1: Yeah, yeah. It was I think I think what I, the reason why I at first I was disappointed with the first-person aspect of it, because I was like, oh, great, you know, it's another change, and it's not... And I was apprehensive about 4, when four first came out, because I was so used to the tank controls and shit like that, and mm. I was so used to the tank controls, and then uh, I was so used to... And the cool thing is, like like you said, you know, 7 and 8 are both first-person, but then the remasters, yeah, it is jarring, because you are, you are absolutely right, it is jarring coming from... The remasters, which are both third person. But it's cool that Capcom knows where to inject the first person. Knows where to inject the proper controls. So, I think a lot of people would have pissed off, including myself, if two was first person. Two and three were first person. So, it's, it, it's cool seeing, like, they're the same universe, but seeing these different play styles going through. And apparently, four is getting remade next. So, I'm really excited for that but 8 8 was uh I wasn't expecting 8 to be what it was and I loved every second of it and it took about 10 hours to beat it like it's
0: is there a decent amount of replay value or to jump back into mm-hmm. it
1: well oh, fuck yeah because like not only do you have your own like not only do you have your trophy/achievements but the game itself has this built-in trophies and achievements that aren't the same as the ones that pop for you know xbox and playstation yeah so and what they do is they give you uh they give you cp and you use those cp to buy additional items in the in your next playthrough so you can do like infinite rocket launcher you can do like an infinite machine gun and you can carry those over into your next game and then there's you know there's ways of beating the game beating it under a certain amount of time beating the whole entire game with a fucking knife um yeah using don't use any kind of health uh there's there's all kinds of ways that like it makes you want to go back and replay it and the game itself is is fun enough where you will want to go back and replay it like i beat it and immediately wanted to think about doing something again with it i was like holy crap i was like i was like am i doing this i was like am i really going to go back to this immediately i was like maybe and then I told myself, I was like, no, you got to play something. You got to try something else here, dude. I was like, you got to try Mass Effect for a little bit or something. So, yeah, not bad.
0: Yeah, so what's, I mean, I think we talked, I mean, off the show, but man, that that engine and what, like all the things they could be using it for.
1: That engine is, that engine is, uh, is seeing eight and seeing it eight running like all the way towards the end it it wasn't one of those things where it was like the the shit that they showed you in the demos and stuff like that in the videos was just like paled in comparison to some of the shit that they were pulling off and that engine is just so even with like even with the game running like because essentially it's a you know a hyped up Pre-gen or, you know, gen, uh, previous gen game. But, I mean, I played the whole entire game with ray tracing on. It It barely hitched at all, like, in terms of, you know, taking any kind of significant dives. And it, the game, texture-wise, just looks fucking fantastic. The way the game runs is fantastic. It's just, if Capcom could, like, just, like, be a bully and start taking, like, all of fucking Kunami's all, of, like, what did I say? I was like, if if they can get <laughs> yeah. Castlevania away from Konami, I was like, they would make the best Castlevania game ever made. Like, because this engine is so versatile. And then you brought up, you know, they need to revitalize Power Stone. Could you imagine Power Stone being, like, an eight-person arena fighting game? Running running through that engine, just running a full 60 frames a second, just eight people just going at it. like.
0: And I, and I mean... As you look at like Capcom in the past few years mm-hmm. i mean that has turned into their kind of bread and butter of funding mm-hmm. like all these things of all right let's capitalize on everything we've done
1: yep and, and and
0: i i don't bitch about it at all because they're doing it right
1: yeah and that's exactly it it's like capcom's division 1 which is like their 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 god tier development team it's just everything that they're doing and even Even their low points, which some people consider Resident Evil 3 a low point, the remake, because it was shorter than the original and blah, 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 still was a game that shit on a lot of other games that tried to, because of that engine, because of how well it ran and how good it looked and everything. There was, like, as much as you tried to shit on, like, the potential pacing of the game, you couldn't couldn't negate for the fact that the game looked absolutely incredible. And it's... And it was great, too, because, like, they also know, like, the engine is versatile enough where they know their audience when, in terms of, like, the PlayStation 4 version of, of 8 runs really, really well. It, it's not, like, a old bait-and-switch, like, a freaking CD Project Red thing. They were showing off, like, that's why they showed off all the footage and everything, and then Digital Foundry did a thing where, like, obviously you don't want to try to run ray tracing or anything on a freaking PlayStation 4 Pro, but, like, if you run the base model version of Resident Evil 8, it ran perfectly fine and it looked fantastic. It's just Um
0: what did you play it on, by the way?
1: I played it on PlayStation Five.
0: Okay. How was the dual yeah. sense?
1: Uh that was an, another thing that was wild as shit too, was uh that was excellent in some implementation. Um different guns had different pulls. So if you had your handgun and you and you pull the trigger on your handgun it popped up real quick but if you pull like your shotgun up it had different pulls on the trigger in terms of like and then because the trigger is so tight you know obviously you can't just sit there and bang the trigger finger and just expect to get shotgun shells off and so it was like very much a strategic thing on like how the controller was implemented into it. It's Yeah, I, th- yeah. I, I think that's
0: that's really promising considering. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is obviously on Xbox as well. And I know in the past of Xbox had a similar haptic kind of feedback in their controller. Anything that was third party between consoles did not basically program for that. So yeah, to see the developers want to do that. That's, it's a good sign. Yeah, it
1: was, it was, it was really cool. It was, it was really neat to see, you know, seeing that controller get, like you said, exactly like you said, like a third party company actually putting a controller to use and, it was cool because you can, you know, when you switch weapons, you hear the click. You, you know, you can hear a click and stuff like that. And it was just, it, it was, it's fascinating because you just pick up on it so fast when you pull up like a shotgun and you're just like, damn, this thing is tight. And you're like, what the fuck? And then you bring up your handguns, like, boop, and just brings it right up. And you're just like, holy crap, this is awesome. But yeah. And then the cool thing is with 8, too, is 8, it feels like it made a lot of quality of life changes. Like, you know, if, character wise not necessarily gameplay wise but like well gameplay wise because of the character so eight seemed like it was a lot faster pace okay in terms of like it was a lot faster pace and then um you're the character himself felt more competent you know what i mean and so it was uh it was it was a lot of fun playing it was like pretty much like the first, you know, in 7, and that was a cool thing too, is like in 7 you got, you know, Ethan Winters, the guy who is like in a horror film and he's trying to escape and he's like doesn't know, he hasn't dealt with this kind of a horrific experience. And then you get to 8 and 8 is a more, you know, he's still the same guy, but he's a little bit more weathered, a little bit more battle hardened. And so it's just, it feels that way. Like seven, if you know, if seven, it felt like oh shit, I'm just stumbling through this, and not in a bad way, like in a plot way, eight felt like a more determined person trying to ram through this and get through it. And just what if you play through eight, and yet again, being super impressed by the engine, it changes so many different environments, and, and the whole entire thing runs without a load screen. And oh, man. the place, the PlayStation 5 version. Specifically, um, when you load your save file, it the screen turns black and then immediately pops up. When you hit continue, it, the screen turns black for maybe like three seconds and then the game pops up and it's ready to go. It's the weirdest fucking thing ever. You're just like, what the fuck? But yeah, you Spoils can travel. It. Yeah, yeah, it's... Especially going back and playing, like, dealing with, like, all the stuff today, playing with all the retro games and stuff. And I'm like, oh, man, it sounds like my freaking Dreamcast is going to fly away because it sounds like a helicopter <laughs> yeah. twirling. Yeah. But, no, nah, it's, if you have a chance, like, and you can play, you can play eight in short spurts. Definitely, definitely play it. It's fantastic. And then uh, after that, I fired up, like, a couple hours of Mass Effect. After I beat eight, I was like, nah, I can't go back. I was like, I gotta play Mass Effect a little bit so I can talk about it. Um looks great. I played like the first like two hours of it when you get to the first planet and everything. All mm-hmm. the character models look great. It runs at sixty frames a second. I bought that one for Xbox because I'm trying to spread the love out. Um Okay. Yeah. It was cool because uh you can you don't have to install all three at the, at once. You can install each game one at a time. I thought that was a really cool feature, and yeah, I'm excited to play through... I played through a good bit of Mass Effect 1, but I didn't play through 2 or 3, and so I'm really excited to actually sit down and play all these.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah. kind of same boat. I believe I played a the downloadable demo for 3, but I have okay. not touched any of the others.
1: Yeah, it's... I mean, it's it's classic Bioware. It's classic Bioware stuff, and... Yeah, and it's cool because you know, you're you're touching a version of it that doesn't run like shit because I remember when Mass Effect 1 came out, there was a lot of times where the performance was not great on that game. So it's it's awesome you're going to be able to play it this way. But yeah, that's uh not not not
0: bad game in there.
1: No, nah, not not bad. Actually, uh, I I mean, Resident Evil 8, I was impressed with myself. I totally pulled a toast. I mean, I woke up I woke up on Sunday and I was like, I'm gonna sit down, and play eight. And I played it till like late that night. I think I, I think I went to bed at like eleven to finish it. I mean, I put the majority of the time. I think I had like three hours in and I put the majority of the time in one day. And it was worth every fucking minute of it. So and and I I gush about eight because like suffice is to say you know it is a heavier action game than Resident Evil you know seven and and but it still it still had one of the creepiest moments in a Resident Evil game that I had to fucking deal with and oh, shit. uh one, yeah wonderful and so I've done. yeah and it was like yet again that anxiety came back and I was like oh fuck me and then it's like and I'm playing with headphones the majority of the time too and so. Once you get and the sound design is, the sound design is something to behold. Definitely, if you can play the game with a set of headphones, especially because a lot of you guys have really good headphones, play with a set of headphones because you will not be disappointed because it will freak you the fuck out.
0: What headphones are you using on the uh, PlayStation Five, by the way?
1: I'm I'm using. I haven't gotten the new ones yet. I'm using the the PlayStation Four Platinum ones. Oh okay, yeah. Yeah, or Still the gold, gold or platinum set. wireless. Yeah, so it's a it's a solid set, and uh, I just haven't gotten the. Uh, I was this close to buying the the 3D audio ones this weekend because apparently Returnal and Resident Evil Eight use them really really well. Right. Nice. Yeah, but yeah, that's uh that's it for me for gaming wise. How about you?
0: Yeah, actually, uh, speaking of Returnal, I mm-hmm. picked that up. Finally, got a chance to dive into it and. I do have the uh, the Pulse 3D headset. Oh, uh, how is I, it? I I haven't played a ton of it, but mm-hmm. it is one of those where you are constantly like looking back, looking around you when things pop up. Um, the The environment is very much alive. That that game blows me away. Still, I know we talked about it previously. Just what is a house mark? And yep what what they were able to pull off and kind of just where they came from, period.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I just think it's funny because it's like you go from freaking, what was it, Resogun to this. It's like, holy crap.
0: Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> still, I mean, Resogun was the talk of the PS4 when it came out, mm-hmm. and they fucking done it again. Um, yeah. I am still very scared of the kind of the save states in that game i have not Mm -hmm. dove in just because it's i basically need a session like you had on sunday with resident Mm -hmm. evil just to plow through that and dedicate some time to it yeah um just the the color the hdr i think i would say there's Almost more of a wow factor on this than Spider-Man Miles Morales. Wow. But, um, really, really liking it so far.
1: Nice. I'm excited excited to play it.
0: And then outside of that, obviously I've been kind of crazy working outside, getting stuff ready,
1: Mm -hmm. but
0: my, my morning rituals about spend half an hour to an hour, but still playing through PGA 2K21, there's nice. little Battle Royale uh, Divot Derby, right. which you can hop in for like 10 minutes and play just a quick elimination deal of Speed Golf.
1: That's, yeah. an, that's not bad.
0: Yeah, and, and talking about Speed Golf, right before we started the show, I was watching the new trailer for uh, Mario Golf.
1: Hmm. Um, that, looks, that looks great. I'm, I'm excited
0: for it i have not played mm-hmm. a mario golf since the 64. i almost bought a ds just for was it the world tour one okay but yeah. i i hope we get like the community kind of goes in i i think there there are some golfers that don't want anything serious
1: and and, and I, the other thing is too is we're, we're starting to twist in the right way because uh I mean there's a couple of people that haven't played Mario Party and anything and then uh I think one of us mentioned about doing a community play for Mario Party and they were like, "Yeah, that's okay." So, oh yeah. Yeah. So, I'm I'm curious uh I would I would I never play golf games obviously, and I would definitely play Mario Golf cuz that looks great.
0: Yeah, it's just kind of pointless fun. I I yep. think it's it's gonna be one of those that it's gonna be fun, regardless of the time you invest. But I think there's enough there that I mean it will keep you busy for a bit. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing I finally I picked up Arkham Origins on PC. I think it oh, was shit. for like three dollars, about a month or so ago.
1: Yeah, that's and where finally... we both did. we both <laughs> picked it up. Yeah. So I
0: was like, um, oh, I'm, I'm gonna finally boot this up, just give it a go. And I had my first PC gaming experience where I was just kind of fed up with trying to get things to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the the key bindings through the just using a game controller, one of, one of my buttons was fucking ass backwards, X and A. I could hmm. not get them remapped to save
1: my life. Um, What were so, you using?
0: I was just using the Xbox controller.
1: Huh. We just had it hooked and, up via Bluetooth.
0: Uh yeah, I have I have Bluetooth uh built into the PC. Yeah. Um it's the only game I've run into an issue, but yeah, I was just going through all the settings. Couldn't couldn't get around just without kind of putting some thought into it. Um yeah, I will a... say one of the things that I really like on Origins that I haven't seen on any other I haven't played a ton on the PC. Mm. But they do have kind of a benchmark mode, that'll okay. just run. That'll just run you through some basic gameplay, some basic cutscenes, and you can kind of see where you're benchmarked at.
1: Oh, that's not bad. Yeah,
0: so I mean, you shouldn't. That, you shouldn't
1: have any problem. You shouldn't have any problem running that game at, at a massive frame rate. Oh yeah, it
0: was it was full, fully maxed out. I think I was peaked at 150 frames. And I think the lowest it hit was around ninety-five.
1: Yeah, you would. Some shit you wouldn't even see.
0: Yeah, I, I will say that that game is showing showing its age. mm Hmm. But what what are these days? I'll I'll take the time get it kind of hashed out with the controller. But
1: those are games I, that. Arkham Arkham Asylum is still like one of my like top like I would say twenty in my top twenty games. Like I played the shit out of oh, Arkham Asylum. Asylums.
0: Fantastic. Yeah,
1: and, uh, and uh that's definitely a game that, like, if they decided to do a remaster, I would be all in for it. That if they did a remaster of all three of those games, I would be all in for them. So Yeah, yeah I just wish they would have did more DLC with uh Arkham Knight, you know, help flush out the help flush out the end and everything like that, but I don't know, I guess Rocksteady knew what they were doing. Yeah, and I, I the one thing that I
0: missed so much from uh Arkham Asylum was just kind of the was that the little speed run areas. Mm-hmm. I I would play those over and over again and just the leaderboards with it and that was once they kind of split to the well, I think it was night that fully removed it and instead added a racing mode.
1: Yeah, which I wasn't a big fan of, because most of the Batmobiles, I don't know if they knew this or not, but most of them controlled, like, shit. Yep. So, yeah, it's, yeah, that was, I, Arkham Asylum and, um, Arkham Asylum and Arkham, um. City? Not Origins. Yeah, Arkham City. I played through those multiple times when, Arkham Origins I played through once, and, uh, and then Arkham Knight, I only played through once. Arkham Knight, it was like it was it was good, but like I I guess because I was so deep into it that like I remembered so much of it that I was like yeah I was like I'm done with this. I was like you know when I beat it, I was just like God. I was like I was like I remember all this. I was like I'm I'm good. I don't need to play it anymore. I will so, say
0: um, Arkham Knight is a fun one to jump into with the auto HDR on the Series X.
1: Oh really interesting i think i have digital i i know it's on uh i know it's probably on game pass i think i have digital copies of all the arkham games on uh xbox yeah but um
0: so it still holds up in that sense it's still not not hmm. a blast on uh all the batmobile stuff
1: nice that was uh that was one thing i did do was uh speaking of like buying a bunch of games i did i got them all really cheap i bought most of assassin's creed games for uh all the ones I had FPS boost, I bought them all for Xbox. Oh, nice! Yeah, that's always been a PlayStation series for me because I always just bought them for PlayStation. And then mm-hmm. when when Microsoft was like, "Yeah, there's a uh, FPS boost for this one, this one, this one," I was like, "Well, fuck me! How much do they cost?" And they were like fifteen bucks a piece, and I was like, "Sweet, I'll take all of them." Yeah, and so.
0: just imagine probably all the people that did that just for something yeah. that I mean. Ubisoft didn't have to do anything to
1: Mhm. Well then it was it was crazy too because like I bought the physical copies obviously and uh but it was funny because like like you said you want you know Microsoft helping out Ubisoft and getting some money for them and for themselves they put all the ones that were FPS boosted they put them on sale. Like I think the Ezio collection at one point in time was like $5 and some change. So, it's you know, imagine how many copies it sold then, oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, it's I actually played some games for once. It was I think I'm finally out of my funk in terms of you know, actually wanting to play stuff.
0: It's, it's been rather see. refreshing, yeah,, uh, well, so we don't have a whole bunch on the new side. But I see in our notes that we have a couple angry uh, little emoji faces, so I'm gonna let you take
1: that one. Yeah, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> so I, wh- what do we say from the start? Um, and Microsoft did it from the start. We always like we we're like, oh, white controller. Like we wish that PlayStation Five had, you know, different colored controllers. That'd be really cool. Well, I didn't anticipate them doing it for a while, so I got, I, you know, obviously a controller with my system, and then I got another controller for Christmas, which is convenient. Well, Sony a couple days ago decided that they're going to do make new PlayStation controller colors. And there are two fucking cool ones. One of them is black and red. It's like a cosmic red is what they call it. So it's like a ruby red color. And uh, the other one is matte black. The whole entire controller is black. And I'm just like, oh my god, are you fucking kidding me? And so I'm like debate and i'm like do i need another controller do i sell this controller do i give a controller to my brother and buy this fucking colored controller and i'm like god damn it so yeah i've been a little uh heated about that to say the least so so what did you decide i think i'm gonna and that's the thing too like i'm at a toss up <laughs> i'm like do i get the red one do i get the black one i haven't decided i think i'm more, more likely i'll give one of my extra controllers to my brother Um, and then I'll probably end up buying, like, the black or the red one. I gotta see them in person first to see what they look like. And it's, I mean,
0: honestly, with all the hype of... uh, Who was the group that was doing the, uh, replaceable plates? And, like, how good the all-black console looked.
1: Yeah, it was, like, customize my plates or something like that. I wish Sony would just... I wish Sony would just pony up and just fucking just say, here's the plates, they're 50 bucks a set, and you know, cut out the middleman and cause I would buy a set of matte black plates so quick just to have it match in my system. Like the, and especially because like the, the, since the console glows blue, like when it's on, I mean just black and blue just pops. And so it just, yeah. it fucking sucks that it's like just this huge white console. And it's like, it looks like a giant Wii because I got a freaking Nintendo Wii underneath of the PlayStation <laughs> five. And I'm like looking, I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, just set this thing tilted up vertical, set it back in an angle, and I got the fucking ultra Wii. Yeah. I don't yeah,
0: know. We'll, we'll but, see. I I think it's yeah pretty out of the ordinary they're throwing these out there this quick, but yeah, I think they're recognizing. I mean, there's many people that wanted those plates. I think there was another group that was doing a all black. Uh, I think it was all black controller themed off the original or the PS two for there for a bit. So, I mean, they know the markets out there.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, they know, they know for a fact that if Sony released Sony OEM plates, people would freak out. So I'm surprised that they haven't, but you know, them, they do what they want. So. Yep. (sighs) Yeah. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it for news. It's pretty slow week. Um, We'll wait. Yeah, there's we'll a yeah, few few we'll...
0: things we're holding for uh, old buddy boy Toast when he makes yeah. his return.
1: Exactly. What's once old Toasty gets back, then we'll go over and talk about. We'll talk about some additional stuff and see what he has to say.
0: Yeah, we got we got to have some uh, some good news for him. Yeah, really. So... But once again, I th- I think we thank everybody for listening, and sorry for the late episode. And if you want to find us on social media, where can they go, Bob?
1: Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Complete Geeks.
0: All right. That's it. Once yeah. um, again, hop into our Discord. We are still alternating on the community plays. So if you want to jump in, give your input on that. Hey, we'd be glad to hear it. And we will look forward to playing with you. And thanks again for listening.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much. See ya. See ya.